This podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate delivers the best in geek and gaming gear. From collectibles, apparel, and tech gadgets to art and other epic gear, it's like having Comic-Con in a box. Loot Crate also features individual subscription boxes for gaming, anime, Marvel, and WWE fans, and plans begin at just $24.99 a month. So head on over to cinemageekly.com slash lootcrate, or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of What Comes Next, Cinema Geekly's NXT Companion Podcast. It is Anthony and Jacqueline, and we're back to talk more NXT on the WWE and USA Networks. This time, uh, we're going to be talking about NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day, which was occurring on Valentine's Day, which yep. I got, we got kind of mixed themes here. Not all about the Very love uh, no. for this TakeOver, unfortunately. No, some love. Yeah, a little bit. Some, yes. More, more vengeance than anything, though. It really did live up to the name. Mm, I didn't think there was enough vengeance, but we could talk about that. <laughs> Maybe the vengeance is yet to come, especially after Maybe. the events of the closing portion of this. Let's, don't, don't jump ahead. Okay, okay. <laughs> but um, we do need to talk just... I have one thing I want to bring up from the Go Home show. Okay. And that is that... Um, so we're getting this weird but wonderful rivalry of Karrion Cross versus Santos Escobar. <laughs> yes. Stemming I from Santos Escobar. Well, it stems from that promo where Santos Escobar talks about how... Oh, yeah. Making fun of him. He, he did sort of, without mentioning him by name, did mention like yeah. he didn't get injured and have to forfeit his title or whatever. Yeah. So I do want to say I did my, my internet research. Mm-hmm. And Karrion Cross used to be in Lucha Underground. See, no, I've heard this too, but I have no memory of him being in Lucha Underground. I know Santos Escobar was in Lucha Underground. Right. So I'm like, I bet you they're going to have a really good match. They could. <laughs> this is probably why they probably know mm-hmm. each other. <laughs> uh, I wanted to mention um, yes. that Cameron Grimes was reintroduced with a new character, which we got to see more of on this takeover. But I have notes on it. Don't you worry. He is big money Cameron Grimes. He invested in the stonks, uh, as the kids say, I believe, on the internet. Mm, um, I have not heard that. Yeah, I believe that's a, a meme. I think the kids I don't know, also call but those I also, a thing. Oh, but I also wear skinny jeans, so apparently that's not cool anymore either. <laughs> what? Come on, guys. Yeah. Uh, that's a sign that you're old. <laughs> I'm not old. What? <laughs> right? <laughs> Lord. Mom um, jeans are in, skinny jeans are out. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know what these kids weird are thinking. T- weird times we live in. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, the weirdest. For, oh, we definitely live in the weirdest timeline. Uh, that's for sure. But Cameron Grimes being still being like the caveman hillbilly, but now he's rich because he invested in like GameStop and AMC and 
cryptocurrency yeah. or whatever. And now he's rich. He's so rich. Uh, he, uh, I believe there was a promo with him and William Regal where he basically told William Regal to screw himself repeatedly. Like he can't tell him what to do because he has so much money now. And yeah. he made a money angel in the middle of the ring. That's, uh, <laughs> that's truly special. It is. I'm kind of a fan of this. Um, he, um, yeah, he thinks he's going to be Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we also had the matches that determined uh, the oh, finals for the Dusty Roads tag team. My classic. God, hold on. I'm so sorry. I just had a great idea for a storyline for him. I'm all here for it. He buys NXT. <laughs> oh my God. That's even better. He buy that's oh my gosh, please make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so here for it. He tries to make himself the number one contender for the title. Yes. <laughs> he oh my god, please. And of course he still loses though, because that would he can't win, but Yeah, and then he puts himself on the announce team, like he does everything. <laughs> <laughs> he makes himself the referee for a match. Yes. Uh, yes. I approve of this. Oh my god, I want this to happen now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we also got the the matches that determine the finals for the for the Dusty Classics on both the men's and the women's side. Um, yep. which led yep. into which led into our opener for for Vengeance Day, but were there uh were there any problems that you had with the teams that made it to the finals on either side? No. Me I, either. I will say I was real I really wanted Candace to be in the finals, but like mm-hmm. I get you need a heel and a face. I understand all that. Stuff, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but before we get into the first of the dusty match, I do want to talk pre-show. Okay. I didn't see the pre-show at all. Pre-show. I did. I have two things I want to talk about about okay. the pre-show. First of all, they introduce a new character. They talk about him later on in the night, but I only talked about him during the pre-show. His name is LA Knight. Ah, yes, the former Eli Drake. From yeah, Impact so, Wrestling, yes. And also, apparently, at one point, was in WWE? I don't know. I just Googled him. Was he? Um, okay, I did not know. It said he worked with Paul Bearer. I don't know. He old. Weird. Um, yeah, he is. I don't know if that's right or not. Maybe I found someone wrong. Uh, who knows? <laughs> um, but we have a new guy, um, and he's basically like, um, I don't know, punchable person. Yeah, so that's that's where we'll leave that. My memory, <laughs> my memory of him is good talker, not exciting in the ring. He kind of reminds me of like a Tony Nese. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. kinda. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this: L.A. Knight is a premium douchebag name. So it is, and he lives up to it. Yeah, he's a, that's a hateable name. It's rare that you see a hateable name, but he's got one. He does. The second thing I want to bring up on the pre-show, you know who they have on pre-shows these days? No, I do not. Wrestling podcasters. Really? Do you know who do you know who most of these podcasters are? Uh, white men. Are they? Oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Just saying. Representation. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say, as a as a white man doing a podcast about wrestling, <laughs> this is not surprising to me, but I am I that, get it. that is why I'm glad you were here, Jacqueline. To balance this shit out a little bit, yes. so thank you. But all, but also I'm like, um, guys, really? This is and they because they rotate um, podcasters and they're all white dudes, and I'm like, yes, which is which is bad because I know personally of some podcasts with people of color, um, black yes, men and women, and there's some other um, non people of color, but like other women podcasters that talk about wrestling. I know they exist. 
Yeah. I've seen them, so. Dig a little deeper. Yes, please invent. And you might get better results. I'm just saying. Yeah. I don't know. It might I mean, be more fun. Take it from two-time NXT fan of the night, Jacqueline, and yeah. put her on the pre-show. <laughs> She's in Florida, you guys. I I live right here. <laughs> you could totally do it. I could, but it's not just about. I'm like, there's there's got to be more. Like we, uh, why are we is. rotating like all these, yeah, these people? Anyway, that's my only thing. All right, moving on. First, mm. it's worth it to note Vic Joseph showed up mm. wearing a pink suit with a red tie for love. Yeah, I love it. I love it. He, oh, <laughs> I love his costumes. <laughs> <laughs> So I am would, so excited. Would you say that even though he is wearing a suit, the outlandishness of the suits are such that you could call them a costume? Yes. Okay. That's what I was going theming. with Theming. Well. Yes. His theming. Also, if in case you didn't know, St. Patrick's Day on a Wednesday. So yes. We're, Looking we're forward to some, the green. We're going to see some green. Oh, tons. <laughs> I hope oh, he has a God. mint green suit. That's uh, what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for like the whole leprechaun getup. <laughs> He's got the top hat and everything. All of it. Shamrock. Of it. Yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> Takes me. Okay. Now we're getting right into the wrestling here. We have the women's dusty matchup. Mm-hmm. So it's Shotzi and Ember versus Raquel and Dakota. Yes. All right. And we jump right in. Um, Shotzi and Raquel start. Shotzi jumping on Raquel's back, but Raquel's able to push her off. Ember in, and she's trying to neutralize Raquel's arm, but Raquel, um, with a sidewalk slam to just stop that. Then Shotzi comes back in, um, and Raquel takes both of them on, um, throwing Ember out of the ring, gets Shotzi down for a two. Uh, Raquel picks up Shotzi, twirls her around, and slams her into the corner. Um, Dakota comes in, kicks Shotzi in the face, and covers for a two. Um, Dakota goes to kick Shotzi in the corner, but she's not there. Um, Shotzi's able to get Dakota in a clover leaf, uh, and Dakota able to get to the rope to break it up. Uh, Ember in, and Shotzi gets the senton, and then Ember jumps over the top rope and slams onto Dakota. Uh, Dakota then on the receiving end of tandem offense. Uh, she tries to move away from Shotzi, but um, she gets taken down face first um, and goes for the single leg crab. Um, Ember back in. They each take one of Dakota's leg and somersault through to throw Dakota onto her back. Uh, Ember keeping Dakota in a hold, um, but she's trying so hard to tag Raquel, uh, but Ember's just not letting go of the leg. Dakota using her free leg to kick Ember in the face gets close to Raquel again, but Ember's able to crawl uh, back to um, her own corner and Shotzi tags in. The ref doesn't see this though. Um, so Ember and Shotzi argue with the ref. Dakota tries so hard to get to her corner, um, but Ember then finally paying attention, um, she becomes back in the ring uh, and goes back to the leg of Dakota. Finally, we get Raquel back in, and she takes down Ember and then pushes the ba- um, the back of her head into the turnbuckle, um, tosses Ember across the ring, a big suplex followed by a second. Raquel dragging Shotzi in and then tosses her. Um, Raquel co- uh, covers Ember for a one. Dakota tags back in and uses an assist from Raquel for a flying clothesline for a two, um, which Shotzi breaks up. Raquel and Shotzi then going at it on the outside, and oh my god, Shotzi going into the plexiglass was so nasty. Um, Raquel's... Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's... Raquel, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. She's just really good at that. Yeah, she is. <laughs> I think she just puts her whole body literally into it. Yes. Like, <laughs> 
Raquel is back in, but Ember takes her out on the apron. Some tandem offense, and Raquel able to get a two. Dakota's back in. Uh, Raquel puts Ember in the corner, and Dakota goes for a running kick and gets a two. Raquel back in, and Dakota holds Ember, and Raquel going for a clothesline. Uh, Ember moves, so Raquel hits Dakota. Then Dakota accidentally hits Raquel. So... Little miscommunication there. Mm-hmm. Ember picking up all the momentum gets off the eclipse on Raquel, but Dakota Dakota distracts and only and um, she's able to kick out at two. Shotzi gets involved and Ember able to get um, two near falls on Raquel. Shotzi and Dakota in and Shotzi just coming out like fire. She's able to pick up a near fall on Dakota. Raquel in step up in Siguri by Shotzi um, and she tries to run her into the corner, but Raquel gets Shotzi on the rope. And then what I think they call a sliced bread, and I'm pretty sure Raquel did all the work. Yeah. Uh, Ember goes up on the ropes, uh, and then Shotzi under her and through to Dakota on the outside. Ember's in, uh, and these two ladies just teaming up to take down Raquel. Ember going up on the ropes, uh, but Dakota comes in to distract, and Shotzi shows up, uh, has Dakota on her shoulders, and Ember goes flying um, off the ring to push Dakota off Shotzi's shoulders and on the floor. Mm-hmm which even in the replay just looked horrible. Yeah. Um, Raquel getting involved, and both she and Ember make their way back into the ring. Ember tries to submit her by pulling on her chin. Um, Dakota breaks it up. Shotzi and Dakota in. Dakota gets the chiropractor for a two. Raquel in, and then uh, some tandem offense. Raquel drops Ember on the ramp stage thing, which I wasn't, I didn't pay attention to, but apparently it's not a ramp. It's like a level stage that just extends yes. to the back. Yes. Um, and I had to describe this. Um, and then Raquel throws Ember off of this. Mm-hmm. Um, Raquel and Dakota also go on the shiny ramp. Uh, then Raquel tosses Dakota um, back into the ring on top of Shotzi. Then a slam to pick up the win. Yes. Whew, that was a lot. Um, so many moves in this match. So many. Um, I'm so happy with who won. I think it was the right choice mm-hmm. um and it's a really fun match to open up i will not disagree with you on this mm-hmm. uh they uh one of the one of the main talking points uh throughout the tournament has been the history in the dusty roads classic about uh how makeshift teams have mm-hmm. often won this tournament and here we have a makeshift team of ember moon and shotzi blackheart against a fairly established team of raquel gonzalez yeah. and dakota kai and they won, but not only was I happy with them winning, uh, because I was, and I think that was the right move, but it's just good mm-hmm. to see two people who have come so, yeah, well, not just work together, but come so far as performers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dakota Kai is so much better than she was I when agree. she debuted, and Raquel Gonzalez has improved drastically. Uh yep. I was very happy with this. I thought this match was quite good, and I gave it three and a half. I gave three and three quarters. Oh, very um, nice. And um, I'm wondering, because now they get a shot at the women's tag titles, and yes. I'm wondering, WrestleMania? Ooh, maybe. That's the hope. That's the hope, guys. Uh, 3.53 from Grapple. Okay. Good. Uh, post-match, and there's a ton of confetti. Oh, um, yes. And it's absolutely glorious, and William Regal is there, and mm. what a beautiful moment. Yes. They got the um, trophy, all that good stuff. I, it was so pretty. Mm-hmm. Which, 
Uh, yeah. Which they, I think they, they put their name on. Is that, do they put their names on it? Yes. It's very much like the Stanley Cup in hockey. That's, like their oh, name gets engraved on the trophy and it stays there. Oh, love it. So they're number one. Yes. I'm, I'm just so happy for them. It makes sense. Fun fact, the men, the first men's team to win was the team of Finn Balor and Samoa Joe. I didn't realize they were first. I didn't know they went, won it though. So yes, they were. That's yeah, fun. They were the first team. Huh. Um, they then show you footage of Pete Dunn arriving mm-hmm. um, and Finn Balor arriving. Yes. Apparently, though, neither of them know that the other arrived. So no, and neither one of them arrived when before the show started, which is weird. <laughs> so who knows? Yeah. Um, next up, we get the uh, North American title match. So it's Johnny Gargano versus Kushida. Yes. Um. Candace and Indy uh, walking out with Johnny, but uh, Austin uh, gets taken backstage by Dustin uh, Dexter Loomis, I think. Kidnapped, yes. He gets, well, I like that he got stolen. So, <laughs> I'm going to go with that. Mm-hmm. So, um, Johnny tells Indy and Candace to go look for him. So, he actually is by himself for this whole match, which is important to note. Yes. Um, but uh, this just starts off in a fury of things. Mm-hmm. Um, Kushida goes for the hoverboard lock early, but Gargano gets out of it. Gargano then goes for Kushida's leg and arms at the same time. Uh, Kushida able to reverse into a hold of his own, going after the arm. Uh, Kushida switches and focuses on the legs and then back to the arm. Gargano just keeping cool um, and biding his time. Uh, he picks up some offense uh, and gets back to his feet while Gargano goes after the um, Kushida's arm. Kushida goes for the knees. Um, for knees to the face um, while keeping Gargano in some kind of a hold. Um, back to quick pace um, and so just so much tap. I could not keep up with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Gargano going for a Hurricanrana and Kushida cartwheels out of it, which was super stupid cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Gargano goes for the Gargano escape, but it's Kushida who actually connects the move. Also very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, now some strikes and Gargano throws Kushida out of the ring. Gargano also goes out of the ring to, um, to get Kushida uh, into the steps. Gargano goes for a big move, but K- Kushida reverses and drops Gargano, Gargano into the hoverboard lock. Uh, Johnny taps, but they're outside the ring, um, and Kushida has to break the hold um, to break the ref's count. Um, Kushida back out of the ring and does a chicken wing suplex move, uh, and it was pretty cool. Um, Kushida able to get Gargano back in the ring and does a running drop kick in the corner. Gargano is down on the mat and just wiggling around to stay in the match. Um, Kushida's still working on um, on the arm, uh, and he gets on the apron. Gargano with a neck breaker through the ropes. Uh, Kushida rolls out of the ring. Gargano sh- uh, stretching his arm, then joins Kushida on the outside, um, and then strikes to get Kushida's face into the apron. Gargano with a suplex, uh, and Kushida able to get up to his feet quickly. Um, Gargano gets Kushida down face first. Gargano going after Kushida's neck. Uh, and Kushida gets out of it by throwing elbows and then an octopus stretch. I, I don't know. Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm like, is that a move or did I make that thing up? No, it totally know. is. Okay. Gargano gets Kushida down for a two. Kushida rolls up Gargano for a two. So much back and forth, rolling each other up. Double clothesline for them both to go down. Gargano with some strikes. Kushida responds, then a hip toss and gets gar- um, to get Gargano down, pulling his arm um, and stomps on his back. Another exchange, and Kushida gets Gargano down by the leg, and then a German suplex and a kick to the back of the head for a two. 
Gargano to the outside. I mean, Kushida goes to go after him, but Gargano thinks he's reversing. But Kushida grabs Gargano by the neck through the ropes and tosses him back first um, onto the mat twice for a very close two. Uh, Gargano back on the apron. Kushida pushes him, uh, punches him off, and then runs um, him arm first into the post. Kushida trying to pull Gargano over the ropes, but it doesn't quite work. Um, Kushida gets Gargano laid out over the top of the rope uh, and then goes for a suplex, but Gargano able to reverse and gets a, a twisting suplex and then a tornado DDT for two. So much back and forth, each going move for move and countering and then countering again. Um, Kushida going for an arm bar, but Gargano rolls him up for a two. Um, and then they hit each other until they both fall. Uh, some punches back and forth. Kushida goes to spring off the rope. Gargano catches him in the Gargano escape. Kushida trying so hard and able to twist out of it and gets Gargano's arm behind him. Uh, and Kushida uh, keeps away from the ropes. Um, Kushida able to roll up Gargano for a bridge cover. Gargano throws Kushida face first into the turnbuckle. For some reason, Vic Joseph all of a sudden really loud. The audio just got horrible. Um <laughs> Both men back up and elbows, and Kushida suplexes Gargano into the corner. Kushida pulls up Gargano on the ropes uh, and a suplex in, um, into the armbar, but Gargano trying so hard not to have it fully realized, and then two rolling around on the mat until Gargano eventually gets to the rope and ultimately out of the ring. Gargano's on the shiny ramp, and somehow Kushida is at the top of the ramp running down towards the mat um, after Gargano um, gets him into the ring Kushida crazy putting on the arm bar uh, which Gargano breaks by putting Kushida's neck into the rope Gargano gets the one final beat on the ramp and he rolls Kushida into the ring Gargano gets the one final beat in the ring and retains mm-hmm. oi yes. that was a lot also, it was I would, a lot. also I would like to think that the sound uh, the weirdness with the audio was yeah. just the sound engineer was so caught up in the match that he he's like loud. <laughs> he he accidentally hit a button or something, and okay. it just peaked Vic Joseph's audio. Maybe. Um, uh, this I thought this was so great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sad Kushida lost, but this is like this is what Johnny Gargano should be. And Kushida just continues to look amazing. And uh, I can't wait for him to win this somehow. I thought this match was very, very good. And Mm -hmm. the only thing I did not like was the weird kind of story they told, at least from my perspective. Um, Hmm. For me, uh, wrestling can be complicated. Like you can do complicated storytelling. Um, we saw, we saw this with Johnny Gargano when, Mm -hmm. uh, with his thing with Tommaso Ciampa, where he kind of went crazy for a little bit and sort of lost his mind a little bit, uh, during the Tommaso Ciampa feud lost who he was as a person or whatever. That's pretty rare for the most part. Wrestling storytelling is fairly simple. And I thought they were setting up for a very simple professional wrestling story here, which is Kushida is a man by himself. And Johnny Gargano is a man with many people behind him. He's got three people behind him mm-hmm. to have his back and to potentially, and let's be honest, usually interfere on his behalf. And mm-hmm. due to reasons, Johnny Gargano 
wanted people by his side, but things happened to prevent them from happen to prevent them from mm-hmm. being there. So Gargano now finds himself on his own, which usually means the guy who needs people to get the wins would Loses. then lose because he doesn't have his backup. But that's not what happened. He just had a match with Kushida and then just beat him anyway, which well, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a tough sell anyway because we know Johnny Gargano. Like Johnny yeah. Gargano's been on his own since DIY broke up as a tag team. Uh so like we know he can do it, but it's the weird symbology of all of it is that he's he loses the one thing that makes him very strong and then he still wins anyway. Uh, I I would have been happier if Kushida was on the verge of beating him and then finally somebody came out to distract him so Johnny could get the win that way. Um, I wouldn't have... Doesn't it do more to, like, bring that, like, prestige back to the belt that no one interfered? No, absolutely. the, The match was better for it. It was just weird. I think I would have gone slightly higher had... I think I would have gone slightly higher had they done exactly everything they did but if Kushida won, I think I would have gone. Sl- I think it would have added a, just like a sliver of. So where did uh, you end up? Now I'm curious. Yeah, so I ended up at three and three quarters. Okay, I went for the full four. Okay, and Grapple gave it a four point oh five. Yeah, so, I thought this was. I just thought it was a great match. Oh, agreed. Like there's no no problem mm-hmm. with the match quality. Like they were tremendous, as good as I expected. So. They were, and oh my god, I man, I love Kushida. I can't mm-hmm. wait for him to be like champion one day. <laughs> yes, agreed. He's awesome. Oh, so great. Um, all right, men's dusty match. Mm-hmm. So it's MSK versus the grizzled young veterans. Yes. Um, uh, and what they a match give this Gip- was. Yes, and they give Gibson a mic to walk down the shiny platform. Always smart. Um, he's just yelling at MSK and it's wonderfully hilarious calling their gear daft pajamas. I loved it. <laughs> he's the best. I um, loved it. So we got a hint at what MSK might stand for. Did we? Sort of. If you if you can recall all the way back to the opening video, which saw Josiah Williams do a like a rap love letter tribute to NXT was like the opening video for the yes. for the yeah. show. In it, when rapping about this match, he refers to MSK as must-see kids. Oh. So maybe that could be what it stands for. It could be. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I, yeah. I prefer mystery science, but that's fine. <laughs> the mystery science kids? Mystery science kids. <laughs> I'm, look, I as a fellow mystery science theater kid uh, yeah. as well, uh, I, approve, I approve of this. Could we get... Could we get like Crow or or Gypsy or something? Tom Servo maybe on the show. I would be here for it. Um, or maybe that just needs to be our podcast. Like we just need to talk <laughs> over everything that's happening. <laughs> I have excellent. If you think this commentary is good, also you here hear for what it. I say when it's happening. <laughs> also here for it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into this match. Um, we start with Carter and Gibson lock up. Carter gets Gibson down. Um, and then roll around a bit. Um, gets Gibson gets Carter's arm, but Carter rolls through. 
um, but it doesn't last long. Um, Drake in, he knocks Carter down and then gets him in, down in a hold. Uh, Carter is able to power up uh, and they run around a bit. Carter gets a springboard off um, and Drake into the corner to get Lee in. Lee looking to get Drake down, but Drake doesn't let that happen. Gibson tags in um, and Lee takes him down by Hurricanrana. Carter back in now. Um, and they are both working over Gibson. Um, grizzled young veterans on the outside. Lee flies out of the ring to get them both down. Carter goes flying, um, and only Drake is there. Gibson runs back to take Carter down um, and get back into the ring. Gibson gets Carter down for a two. Drake's back in, tandem offense, and Gibson pushes Carter into a spinning heel kick. Uh, and Drake gets a near count um, three times in a row um, on Carter before it all slows down. Uh, Gibson in and gets Carter off the ropes into a double clothesline. Gibson um, just keeping Carter down on the mat. Uh, Carter's trying to fight his way up now, uh, but Drake comes back in uh, and learned from the last time, um, and he doesn't get double clotheslined. Um, he kicks Gibson, and then Drake gets a clothesline to get another two. Carter down uh, off the apron and then a German suplex on Drake. Carter trying to crawl to his corner because he's been in for so long, but Gibson takes Lee out on the apron. Um, the ref is distracted by Lee while the grizzled young veterans are able to take down Carter again for a two. Um, Drake going back for Carter's neck, um, and Carter is just fading. Lee is yelling at Drake um, and his partner, really trying to pump him up. Gibson's back in. Uh, Carter able to avoid a spinning heel kick and slides to his partner. Lee finally in, uh, and he takes out Drake, and then Gibson. Lee goes flying over the corner of the ring to Ugh. take out Grizzled Young Veterans on the outside with this huge backflip. He lands that, on his feet. That uh, It was just like beautiful. Like, it looked yeah. like you were watching someone like on a on an Olympic diving team. You know? Yeah, it was <laughs> it was real tremendous looking. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gibson back in the ring, and Lee does a gymnastics routine to kick Gibson in the neck for a two. Yes. Lee go. Yeah. <laughs> Lee going back on the ropes. Drake tries to interfere, but Lee kicks him off, uh, and then Gibson takes Lee off the ropes. Gibson going for a power bomb, but Lee reverses to drop him face first into the mat. Carter then taking everyone out and maybe a bit nuts. Um, he does a flying twist move to get to take down Gibson for a two. Lee back in. Um, Gibson taking on both of them. Lee's able to kick Gibson into the um, in the back of the head and goes for another springboard kick, but Gibson gets his knee up to uh, Drake tags back in. Helter skelter by Gibson. 450 by Drake and mm. Lee kicks out. I thought that was it. That was because it was so good. Look, like it just looked beautiful. Mm. Um, Gibson also shocked, tags himself back in, um, and they go to set up ticket to mayhem. But Lee rolls up Gibson for a two. Drake's back in, looking for tandem offense, um, but Carter interferes. Uh, assisted moonsault on Gibson, poison Rana on Drake. Both members of MSK go for a ride to land on Drake for a near fall. Carter's back in, um, looks to go for the MSK, but Gibson moves the ropes, um, and Lee goes to the outside. Gibson had Lee on his shoulders, uh, and Drake flies through the ropes to knock Lee on the floor, um, and Gibson's so tall, that's such a long way down to the floor. Mm -hmm. Um, Carter's in the ring, both Gibson and Drake, um, come after him, Gibson in, uh, and Carter just trying to fight him off, a reverse ticket to Mayhem, but then Carter kicks out. Um, Gibson making some great faces in response um, and then starts screaming at Carter, slaps him in the face, um, and go for the ticket to Mayhem, but Lee is in um, to help his partner. 
Double super kicks by MSK. Gibson leaves the ring. Lee tags in. They get the MSK on Drake. And they win! Yep. I was really, really shocked. Um, mm-hmm. After especially after last year, I really thought Grizzled Young Veterans would win this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was... I thought this match was fantastic again. Yep. Um, and I... I really just hope that Grizzle Young Veterans are here to stay. I hope they, they're not going back to the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, because these two teams need to meet again. Um, yeah. It was too good for them not to. Yeah, I think they're, I think they're here. Uh, I think good. they've been called up from NXT UK to NXT. NXT, okay. Um, yeah, I thought this match was unbelievable. This was mm-hmm. not the match that I thought was going to be my favorite match on the show going into it. But it turned out to be my favorite match. Uh-huh. Uh, on the show and yeah uh, I don't even really know what to say like I I love grizzled young veterans I've uh I love them a ton this from this almost um this actually kind of reminds me of that NXT UK takeover match they had with Imperium and with Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews where, oh yeah because you yeah were they were they won uh, where Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews won the titles. Uh, that mm-hmm. match was tremendous, but this was, I think, maybe better than that one, even. Maybe. Um, this was the, these, super good. And it shouldn't have worked. <laughs> yeah, but like, it totally worked. Yeah, it uh, did. Grizzled Young Veterans could lose this match, and, like, I, I, I thought maybe they might win, but once they went this far with MSK, I'm like, they're just going to use this as a platform to make... And mm-hmm. to be fair, this was needed because NXT's tag team scene has been stagnant yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. And I think... And it makes sense for them, too, because, you know, they're going to take on the Britain Brawlers, so... Oh, like, that could be so good. I'm excited for that one, too. Right? So I think I, I'm... I'm excited about this, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I want to see the, these teams go at it again because this was just mm-hmm. awesome. I gave this one four and a quarter. I went on a solid four. Nice. Grapple says 4.02. Wow. Okay. Okay. We're all mm-hmm. right there. Um, uh, next, we get um, Grime, Grimes' music <laughs> video. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. So, <laughs> so, uh, he, he, it says he invested in GameStop. Yes. And here's the one... Okay, here's my comment on this whole thing. Because mm-hmm. he has all this money. He's laying around in it, rolling around in it. Yes. Throwing it out in the air. But he still can't afford a shirt. No. <laughs> you, you, are, I, you know what, Jacqueline? You know what, Jacqueline? I don't think it's a matter of owning a shirt. I feel like he could clearly own one. I think yeah. this is just how he prefers to be. He prefers to wear a, a, a suit without a shirt. I don't understand yeah. his choices. Uh, I, I think if you were to ask him, he would say that uh, his natural body hair is shirt enough for him. Yeah, nope, I disagree. Cover that <laughs> shit up. Um, we're seeing uh, the champ put on uh, getting ready backstage. And serious question, why is he putting electrical tape on his wrist? Because that's what it looks like. Uh, yeah, people tape up their wrists. I don't know why. Elect- I mean, people tape up their wrists. I don't even... I think there's a reason behind it, but I don't... Like an actual reason, but I no, don't know. that was not KT tape. Okay. 
that wasn't KT. That that looked like solid electrical tape. Like mm-hmm. I understand if it was like the KT tape that like mm-hmm. you know Bobby Fish wears on his shoulder and stuff. Oh, like, like the that. kinesio tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe he mm-hmm. had some underneath this, and this was just flashy to make it look neat. Maybe um, I didn't. Whatever. That's my comments on this. I've talked entirely too much on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've spent too much time on that. Um. All right, women's triple threat match. Yes. Um, Mercedes doesn't even let Alicia finish before going after EO. Mm-hmm. Rude. Yes. Um, and and then she focuses on Tony. Uh, EO runs back in to break um, them up and throws Mercedes out of the ring. Tony coming off strong uh, and then goes to kick EO and EO with a matrix type avoidance move. Uh, Mercedes still on the outside and then has Tony in the corner, but both um, in the middle of the ring now. And Tony takes down EO with a big clothesline. Mercedes out of nowhere taking Tony out of the ring by the neck. EO going to flip out of the ring and Mercedes moves out of the way um, and then throws EO over the barricade. Mercedes and Tony in the ring and Mercedes covers Tony for maybe a two, then she drops Tony for another two. Mercedes with uh, three German suplexes and EO then jumping in to break up any pin attempt. Uh, Tony catches EO and slams her. Mercedes with a spine buster to Tony for a near fall. Um, this is a lot happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mercedes going for a submission on Tony, but EO in to break it up. Um, he gets a cross face on Tony. Mercedes up and goes for a submission on EO. Um, Tony rolls out of the ring and Mercedes tosses EO. EO with a tiger kick to Mercedes, then a drop. Uh, and Mercedes rolls out of the ring. Tony and EO um, on the ropes or in the ropes, and Mercedes comes in to make it all. All kinds of crazy. She then goes for a German suplex off the top rope. EO climbs up and gets a double stomp to drop Mercedes off the turnbuckle. Uh, On the outside of the ring, uh, Mercedes had EO on her shoulders and throws her into the plexiglass. Uh, Tony goes out of the ring and drops Mercedes. Tony um, goes to clear the announce table and just collapses it. Oh, yeah. Before she could do anything... Wade trying to save it by saying he felt it shake when MSK went into it. So yeah, you gotta. I gotta give credit to Wade Barrett for the improv skills there. Yeah, I'm like, all right, like I see where you are trying to uh, to 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 save this, fill those gaps. Yeah, yes. (laughs) He Um, he did okay. He did. He's trying. Yeah, an attempt was Uh, made. EO up on the lighting and flies into Mercedes and Tony. Mercedes up first and flips EO into the steps. Uh, Tony up and both women um, out. Uh, what? Um, Tony up and both women are out on the apron and then uh, in the ring. Mercedes with knees to Tony's face and then a spine buster maybe for a two. Mercedes not happy with that um, with that at all. Uh, Tony looking for some offense now and gets a big headbutt and then the storm zero for a two. Tony moving Mercedes into place, um, then a flying headbutt to Mercedes' abs, um, and then a cover for a one, uh, but EO breaks it up with a moonsault and picks up the win by pinning Mercedes. Um, yes. Which was right. EO definitely should have retained. Um, it was good. Um, Mercedes did dominate. Um, I feel Tony was um, really going to do something cool with that at announce table, and I felt bad it didn't come together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just excited. You know, Raquel still has a claim for the title match, so yes. that should be fun. Um, I thought this match was good. Um, it wasn't quite as good as I was hoping it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, some of those things were beyond uh, these ladies' control. 
I'm yep. almost wondering if the EO jump. I know the EO jumping from the 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 lighting rig or whatever that was part of the match. But I'm almost wondering if the plan initially, because that happened right after uh, or shortly after the table collapse thing. I'm wondering yeah. if the original intent was for her to put somebody through the table doing that, which would have maybe been more but, spectacular. Um, may yeah, but boy, what I don't know. That was that was rough. Uh, all of that, that happening to poor Tony Storm. Um, I know. <laughs> Io Shirai winning, I think, is the right move here. I think they're still angling for Io and Tony in a singles. So yeah, I know how you feel about that. Uh, I know she's good. Tony is Tony is so good, but I'm even. Look, I'm a big fan of Tony Storm, but even I am struggling right now to see the character appeal, like. Her look is good. Like, she's got, like, a cool outfit, and she wears it and carries it, but, like, I don't, I don't buy get... her as a bad person. Yeah, I don't buy her as a bad person, and I don't get much sense of care. Like, she's... It's, it's weird. She's not without charisma, but she also doesn't have, like, a bunch of it. She's got like a little bit of it, and most of it yeah. is most of it is in her performance in the ring, where mm-hmm. she's good, or when she's selling, which is even better. But that works better when she is a babyface as opposed to a heel. Yeah. Um, right. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, ultimately, yeah. I gave this match three and a quarter. I thought it was good, but I was, I think it could have yeah. been better. I went with the same. Okay, three point two two from Grapple. Wow. We've been pretty close tonight. Yes, we have. I uh, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> normally, there's so at least one, normally there's at least one match where we're like, "Whoa, what were they drinking?" What is that? Yes. Well, there's still time because yeah. now it's uh, the men's title match. We mm-hmm. get uh, Finn Balor and Pete Dunne. Yes. Apparently, um, according to I think Wade, uh, the match Europe has been waiting for or something. Yes. I don't know. Well, uh, Pete, Pete Dunne, of course, from the UK or from England and Finn Balor from Ireland. So, yes, um, I have a lot of notes here. So sit back and relax, folks. No, we'll do. Um. I, will, I will grab I will grab my drink. Perfect. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, lock up um, and into the corner, which is broken by the ref's count. Um, Dunn tries to go for Finn's arm, but Finn reverses to go after Dunn's arm. Now going after legs and then necks. Um, Finn gets Dunn's arm um, and gets him down twice, but not for long. Dunn now trying to go after Finn's appendages, but Finn gets Dunn down and able to go back uh, on offense. Dunn with this really cool flip on Finn, but Finn not letting go of that arm. Dunn tossing Finn out, um, tossing Finn, but Finn continuing to pull on that arm. Dunn's able to break it up by going after Finn's arm. They circle and lock up again just to go back down to the mat. Finn just staying, um, oh no, Dunn just staying on Finn's neck now. Finn just um, becoming obsessed with different areas of Dunn um, and not letting go. Uh, Finn gets Dunn in a cover for a one. Dunn gets Finn's neck in his legs to try and choke him out. Uh, Dunn staying in the uh, neck, but Finn able to get back to his feet. Uh, Dunn with shoulder shots to the jaw while holding Finn against the ropes. Uh, Dunn going for the fingers now and twisting the wrist. Finn tries to get away, but Dunn able to go back after the neck. Then Finn uh, back after Dunn's arm. More submission attempts back and forth. These guys twisting their bodies in a way that defy what should be done. Um, 
Dunn gets Finn's arm uh, and then pulls it back and then the wrist and fingers and it looks ridiculously painful. Dunn back after the fingers and just twisting everything. Finn trying so hard um, to make it stop. Dunn had his foot on Finn's neck. Wade says uh, jaw and then going uh, back after the arm and then stomps on Finn's side. Finn able to get back on the submission attempts uh, and goes after the knee. Finn has done by the ankle uh, and done going after his fingers and wrist. Finn gets up and then kicks Dunn while he is down. Finn going for the single crab and then twisting the ankle. Dunn goes for the neck, then the ears. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Finn holding Dunn's ankle, trying to fight off Dunn from behind, uh, and Dunn able to get a front face lock and get uh, and get to his feet, and then picks up uh, and twists Finn in, in this really crazy-looking suplex for a two. Finn going at, um, again after the ankle and knee of Dunn and takes Dunn down. Finn gets Dunn in a big clothesline for a two. Finn stomping on Dunn and then uh, a knee to the back of the neck. Finn going back for the leg and elbowing Dunn in the head. Finn with a cross face in addition to the knee stretch. Dunn then goes for the fingers uh, and shoves them into the mat to break it all up. These types of matches always shock me with how long they go because how can someone's body take this much pressure? Like, what do you do to train for this? It's got to be like yoga or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know how stretchy they are. <laughs> Finn picking up some offense with some large chops, but Dunn fights his way out of the corner and then goes for the flip off the rope, but no one's there. Finn going for a finisher, but Dunn reverses. Dunn then with a power bomb for an extremely close two. Finn still going after Dunn's leg. Dunn then going um, for the arm and stomps on the tricep. Dunn with a suplex and then stomps on Finn's fingers. Finn takes down Dunn by the knee again, followed by a backstabber and a dropkick that pushes Dunn um, back quite a ways. Finn looking for the coup de grace, but Dunn catches Finn in a triangle hold. Dunn hitting Finn in the face while in the hold. Finn's leg is on the rope and the hold is broken, but Finn is out. Um, Dunn's able to capitalize on it. With a kick to the face and then looking for the bitter end, which Finn reverses. Uh, and now more holds. Dunn back to the fingers, and I think he broke something. Dunn had Finn by the hand, um, and Finn is trying so hard. Dunn gets off the bitter end, and Finn kicks out. Really yes. did not think that would happen at this point. Finn looking like he is out of steam. Dunn again stomping on the fingers and then looking for a powerbomb, but Finn reverses with a DDT. So much happened, I couldn't keep up, but it was an amazing back and forth and exchanges of reversals and near falls. Dunn again with the fingers. Uh, Finn able to stomp on Dunn's neck, uh, on Dunn's back to get him down for a moment. Finn has Dunn's mouthpiece, which is gross. Mm. Um, Double dropkick, followed by a coup de grace, then the 1916 to retain. Yes. Even Wade yelled out um, uh, to cover Dunn um, <laughs> for Finn to cover him. <laughs> like, he broke his character. It was so funny. Um, I was not expecting to like this. Yeah. Because this is a, like, grappling, low-to-the-ground match. Yes. Not usually my kind. But damn if this wasn't amazing. <laughs> yeah, they're very entertaining. Um, I think the only thing that really hurt it for me at all was maybe a little long uh, in the tooth. They did go for quite a bit. They did. It, um, kept, it kept my uh, attention. Yeah. No, not- my, no mine, mine too. Um, I did, looking at the grapple score here, I did like it less than grapple. So Okay. Uh, but I did really like this match. I thought this was really mm-hmm. good. I... 
would not have been upset with Pete Dunne winning here. No. But this does keep... But I think Walter's coming. I was going to say, this keeps my Finn Balor-Walter champion versus champion theory going. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if this results in Walter somehow winning the NXT championship and being the champion of both NXTs, I won't be mad about that. No. I'll, works. I'll, I'll be happy. Uh, in fact, I wouldn't be mad if Walter just won all of the belts. Just He just won them all. Yeah. Uh, tag belts. He wins the Cruiserweight Championship North Amer- somehow. N- North American. North American. <laughs> he goes to the main yeah. roster, wins the belts there. I'd be okay with all of that happening, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And besides, if that resulted in some sort of like Walter-Shayna Baszler match, um, where he has to try to win the women's tag titles, uh, I'd watch it. Uh, I feel like they'd beat each other up really bad. Actually, Shayna might beat him up really beat bad. Him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Especially if it's Shayna and Nia versus Walter. I don't know. I'd that be, could be a good match. I, I'd be scared. I'd be scared. Uh, Nia tends to hurt people without trying to hurt them for real. Yep. And yep. Shayna could hurt him for real. So. Yeah. Uh, Meaning to. Me- yes. Purposefully <laughs> doing so. Um, but I really like this match. I'm okay with Finn winning. I'm just wondering what the bigger picture is. Um, So that's all. But I really like this match. I have thoughts. Oh, well, I'm here to hear them. Um, After I tell you that I gave this match three and three quarters. I went solid four. Oh, excellent. Grapple, 4.27. Okay. Wow. Grapple. They loved it. Grapple loves Finn Balor and Pete Dunne. Mm -hmm. So... I get to, it. To them, that was the match of the night, but I disagree. It was for me. It was the MSK. Grizzled I agree. Veterans. Yeah. Post match. Ooh boy. Um, Things happen. Finn, so we got to start though. Finn selling it all so well. He has the ref put the belt on him after the match because he can't move his fingers. Yes. Like he needs assistance. Masterful. Mm-hmm. Masterful. Um, Danny and Oni, of course, come out to ambush Finn. Yes. Um, Dunn back up and takes his um, his slugs, gets his slugs in. Mm-hmm. Um, the ref tries to help, but they toss him out of the way. And uh, we're sitting there trying to figure out who's coming out, who's coming out. And I'm like, Undisputed Era. And then there comes their music. <laughs> yes. And they come out to help save Finn. Um, Kyle extends a hand to help uh, Finn get up because they've, you know... Mm-hmm you know, Danny Oni and Peter all gone. Yeah. Um, and you think they're going to end it there. Um, all three members of Undisputed Era who are there have the UE up. I, I'm like, Finn's going for the UE, but he doesn't. He does the finger guns. And as we're fading, oh my God, Adam Cole super kicks Finn in the face. Yeah, it kills him. And then Kyle's like, man, what are you doing? And, and Cole's like, you know what? I've had enough of you too. And super kicks him. Unbelievable. Poor Kyle O'Reilly. And then yes. Adam Cole walking away. Roddy just dumbfounded. Does not know what He's to do. He's not sure where to go. Mm-hmm. But here's my theory. Mm. Finn Balor's taken over Undisputed Era. <laughs> oh, maybe. He's taken over. (laughs) It could be. I mean, look, so obviously they've been sort of telling the story with uh, Kyle and Finn with their begrudging respect, which has Mm -hmm. become less begrudging over time. And Adam Cole does not like like, this. But he's also like, you should not, like, I should be the one going for the titles. Yes. 
Not you. You're jealous. Yeah, he's he's definitely jealous. He his team lost in the Dusty Classic, so they mm-hmm. won't be getting a tag title shot anytime soon. And his fr- his friend, his one of his best friends, Kyle O'Reilly, is getting buddy buddy with the current NXT champion, and that current NXT champion is not Adam Cole, and he cannot right. stand he cannot stand to not he's not the center of attention. He's not in the spotlight, and he hates right. it. So uh, they did. They did a, a Marvel post-credit scene uh, mm-hmm. where they where they ran the copyright thing at the bottom of the screen. But then he did the super cake, which, by the way, I would like to again uh, give all the credit in the world to to Mr. Finn Balor, who took this like an absolute champion. He looked like he was shot in the face instead of being yeah. kicked with a boot. Uh, yeah. He f- dropped and it looked really, it looked like he was really kicked in the face and really knocked out. I'm pretty sure that is it not looked, what happened, but it looked tremendous. It did. It looked fantastic. Um, uh, Kyle yeah. was swearing at Adam Cole. He said, this is bullshit. And then he said, this uh, is freaking bullshit. And then he gets kicked in the face uh, by mm. Adam Cole, who showed no remorse for this kick. No, I do want to say, though, um, Twitter showed up. Um mm-hmm. And I love all the memes and gifs going around, or gifs going around about yes. like oh, it's gifs. Bob Bobby Fish's reactions when he comes back, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Where, where like, even is where even is Robert Fish? Like I, I don't know, but he's he's coming back to some shit, <laughs> right? He's gonna he's gonna be one of those people that's like you know they were here for they were here for like uh, New Year's. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they came back after the inauguration and they're like, hey, anything happened in between? Uh, right. And they're like, oh, yeah, like well, some, just, ma- well, some, some major shit happened. You missed a yeah. lot. Let's sit down and review the tape. Um, but so um, also Twitter saying that um, we, you know, Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly, the oh Champa versus Gargano that we need right now. And mm-hmm. I don't much about these guys before NXT, but apparently they've had lots of feuds. Yes, pretty good together. So, so. they, as as youngins, uh, came up together in Ring of Honor, okay. where they were the tag team called Future Shock. It was Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, and eventually they had a break, and they went their separate ways. Uh, Adam Cole was part of a faction. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly formed his team with Bobby Fish. And they would kind of oh. weave in and out of each other's lives in Ring of Honor. And uh, they have had a couple of really heated feud matches that were excellent. So they do go way back. They're right. legitimately longtime partners and friends uh, oh, who, also have a, nice. who also have a long feud history. But... Um, yeah, this and they're even better now than they were then, and those matches were very good. So I am Here's, here for all of it. I am, and I'm excited, and I'm hoping this will be great. Here's the fear: um, mm-hmm. is that is that that Adam Cole doesn't stay in NXT, mm-hmm. but that's a uh, that ways off. So we're not going to even talk about it. Yeah, and I feel like this is going to be more of a vehicle to. Uh, spotlight Kyle O'Reilly more, I think. 
Uh, I agree. I, I, I would wager that the two Finn Balor matches really impressed uh, mm-hmm. the the people in charge. Powers that be. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I would, yeah, I would wager that this is probably a result from this, that there's bigger things in store yeah. for Kyle O'Reilly, which makes me very happy because I love Kyle O'Reilly. So. Kushida. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Can we just get, like, I would be okay if the future of the top of NXT was Kyle O'Reilly and Kushida. I'd be very happy with yeah. this. Yeah. Okay. Oof. Well, that was a great show. <laughs> I'm all I'm all tired now just talking yeah, about oh, it. it is, yeah, it is definitely exhausting <laughs> for sure. But it's a good way to start uh, 2021 for takeovers, uh, mm-hmm. especially since a lot of the 2020 takeovers were up and down. I don't. I wouldn't say any of them were bad, but yeah, they were. They not, weren't consistent. Yeah, they were not the usual very high quality. Uh, takeovers mm-hmm. that we're used to, uh, and this one felt way closer to one of those high quality takeovers, which I wish there was a a, a larger live crowd for. But um, you know, it is what it is for the time being. Eventually, nope. we will get back to it. I hope. Hopefully, yes. Um, okay, so that's a wrap for the podcast for this week. Everybody, head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. And, of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for What Comes NXT. Hit subscribe, and that way you can come back next time to hear us talk about more NXT on the WWE and USA Networks, where we will be discussing the fallout from NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day. Just hold your-